The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Jack Bowman is an audio drama maestro known for his diverse genre productions with a penchant for spine-chilling horror. This Halloween, he's unveiling a groundbreaking recreation of Todd Browning's lost classic London After Midnight, featuring the legendary Art Malik in the lead role, bringing a long-lost masterpiece back to life in a haunting Dolby Atmos experience. And Jack is with us here. How are you today? I'm not too bad. How are you doing? I'm excellent, thank you. Now, what was the inspiration for you behind recreating London After Midnight as an audio drama? Well, firstly, I'm an audio drama producer, so it felt silly to attempt it as my first major feature film. Yes. Uh, But in in all seriousness, I am a massive uh, fan of the what Dick Fiddy at the BFI, who's a friend of mine, were called the myth of lost media. You know, there are 97 episodes of Doctor Who I will never get to see because currently they're not in the archives and for me you know i'm a massive fan of horror massive fan of uh, old media and london after midnight as the holy grail of lost hollywood classics has always been something that fascinated me so when the opportunity arose at the start of this year to say london uh, london after midnight was up for grabs and could now be remade because it's got into the public domain i thought okay one can we do it two can we do it as an audio drama considering it's a silent film and three the big thing was even if we could do all those things would we do it justice and how did you sort of go about converting a silent film into an audio drama because they're almost opposite mediums it's a very good question so i i was a little hands-off i I entrusted this to two writers i love and adore lance roger axed and kenton hall i've worked with them both separately so this was an opportunity for us to come together and we, we took the original script screenplay because we could find that online there is a you know there are some people who have attempted to reconstruct it themselves there's a turn of movie classic reconstruction using what survives so we had we had a sort of soup song of uh, like bits and pieces we could pull together but you know at its heart what we try to do quite faithfully i think around the silent screenplay is just bring to life those characters and lance and kenton are bringing that dialogue characterization and on the whole we didn't make that many changes to the structure of London After Midnight as horror fans would know it. It was just about uh, giving two very good writers the freedom to say, look, you know the medium, you know what we're going to. Here's the screenplay 
1927 sort of became the, the roadmap, but it was for them to sort of use their skills and expertise as audio drama writers to bring to life. And for those who maybe aren't familiar with London After Midnight, are you able to give us a brief overview of the plot and I suppose the style of it? Well, it came, it came at the end of uh, the era of silent movies. Uh, you know, talkies were around the corner. Uh, the Jazz Singer, I think, came out in the same year and everything was about to change in Hollywood. But it's considered a classic of lost silent horror because of the central performance and iconography of uh, Lon Chaney, who was an actor who had one advantage over his contemporaries in that he could do his own makeup. So he created a fantastic Phantom of the Opera uh, for the feature film in 1925. And he was the one who created the look of the central monster of London After Midnight, uh, the man in the beaver hat. Um, and that that icon has gone on to be incredibly, incredibly influential in more modern horror feature films like The Babadook and um, more recently The Black Phone by uh, Christopher Robert Cargill and Scott Derrickson. In terms of the actual plot, what happens, it's a very straightforward horror mystery where um, a family has been beset by two tragedies that have hit two generations of the family. And then as a result, of that tragedy the the home in which the family lived develops a reputation for being cursed and then six months later it appears some new lodgers move in who may or may not be vampires at which point scotland yard is called in and that's where art malik steps into lon cheney's roles as the uh, inspector edward burke to get to the bottom of the mystery are there vampires next door or is there something more sinister going on? Ooh. Ooh. Yes. (laughs) And the story of London After Midnight blends elements of murder, mystery and vampire thriller and gothic ghost story. So Mm -hmm. how did you approach balancing these different genres in the audio adaptation? We work very hard on the script. This, I mean, that's the thing to say. Anything I do, we work exceptionally hard. We have to get it right on the page before we even commit to turning a single second on tape to turn it into an audio drama so there was a lot of back and forth we had a lot of three-way creative debates and to get to get the balance right we have made two alterations to the original story in terms of uh how 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 events play out but that allows us to basically balance those layers it's this is a tough question you're asking me because otherwise i might have to give away a couple of spoilers but we we just worked incredibly hard on you know getting to the core of what London After Midnight is, which is there in the original screenplay, and then what we need to add to it. And um, in in some ways, like uh, Lance is actually he's uh, based in America, and the original production was an American film, but he's been the first one as an American to say, look, we need to play to the strengths of like English horror and, uh, you know, the, the Britishness within it. Um, so that, that, that was the kind of flavor that we added to the mix that allowed us to balance those three things. You've used the screenplay, but I, I take it you're not old enough to have seen the original film because it was destroyed in 1965. So is it maybe one of those 
things where you can never know for sure if you've maybe captured the feeling of the original film. No, I mean that's the thing. It's we, we can't we can't tell. I mean, like the big thing that came across to me when I got the first draft of the script to read was the mood. You can see in the the screen grabs there is a feel, there is a style, and the part of the way my brain works with audio, and this is absolutely bizarre, but it's like I see sound. So when you start pitching audio projects at me or you send me scripts, it's how I start visualizing them. And for me, I mean, whatever that means, I don't know. But <laughs> but for me, it's like when the drama started coming in, did it start evoke the feel of the original movie? Did it evoke those stills? Did it evoke what we read in the screenplay? And the answer was yes. But the note of caution is that um, there's a wonderful group called Big Finish and they've been uh, dramatizing lost episodes of uh, the Avengers as in the, the proper Avengers with Steed and Peel. Yes. And um, they had one of the missing episodes that they dramatized actually turned up and they talked to their creative team at the BFI about the process of how, you know, from telesnaps, like captures of what was broadcast at the time, um, they talked about how they you know, had to guesswork because the either rehearsal script didn't give them enough information. It might say something like uh, scene. Yeah, exactly. As it was rehearsed on Tuesday. Brilliant. Yeah. So they were having to make things up and we, you know, to a degree we've probably patchworked. I'd be, I would love the original to turn up because then we could actually see what we got right, what we got wrong. But what we've done is we've absolutely followed what we hope is the spirit of the original film and the content that's left to, to give it the, the, the best possible shot of actually allowing people to experience life. And after midnight. And what can listeners expect in terms of the sound design and production quality in the Dolby Atmos audio movie? Well, it's absolutely state of the art. Dolby's making a massive play now because we have we've had the podcasting explosion, we have audio books. And audio dramas kind of sort of sat a little bit awkwardly in between. You know, sometimes people actually can't tell them apart. So we you are looking at a full-blown Dolby Atmos mix is basically giving this a very high-end cinematic sheen. If all goes to plan, we, we're hoping we can do a premiere in a cinema, which will play the film, uh, play the audio movie, I should say, like it was a film, and you'll be able to experience that high-level cinematic surround sound experience. Um, it's just all we've done is we've taken the pictures away and we've asked you with your wonderful computer called the human brain to visualise the London After Midnight you want to see. And because there's no visual element, I suppose there's no limitations, are there? The brain can imagine absolutely anything that if you had to make in a movie, you'd have to spend loads of money making it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Exactly. Our costumes and set designs are fantastic <laughs> Yes, uh, for the money. But the, the other thing is as well, this is a very particular thing when you're making high-end audio drama, the kind of thing I make. You have to be, we just had version three come through with sound design and music, and we have to be absolutely pernickety about how a piece of sound sounds because the human brain responds to sound so vividly. Uh, for me, if a sound design is out of place or a bit of timing is wrong, it actually knocks you out the drama so we, 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 we're going into massive levels of immersiveness to basically make this like a lot of my past work it's all about making it as immersive and smooth and as easy for your imagination to latch onto because sometimes you can just sort of throw out a sound effect here or there particularly if it's a well-known one or uh you know or, you know you know a lower quality uh, piece of sound and it absolutely will will throw your brain out and it will take a long time to get back into it it's, it's like bad editing or bad photography on a film basically we have to be so precise in what we're doing now the cast itself features a talented ensemble as you were mentioning so are there any particular highlights from working with this group of actors oh gosh where do i start <laughs> uh so art malik i worked with him once before when we did murder on the orient express six years ago Absolute sweetheart, no airs and graces about him at all. A wonderful man, brilliant company player. Uh, and, you know, we were asking him to step into big shoes in Lon Chaney and just kept nailing it. Dan Starkey, absolutely fabulous. If you if you know Doctor Who, you would know him as Strax, the angry Sontaran. Um, he, yeah, he actually stepped in very last minute the, because we had an actor who had to drop out of his role. Um, and we had one day's recording left and Dan came in and he was, he was smashing out of the park in one take, two takes. Beth Air, you know, she is audio indie royalty with things like the wooden overcoats. And I've worked with, again, worked with her before. So I'm, all, I'm always worried I'm going to offer Beth a job and she's going to say no and I'll get very, very sad. <laughs> and, and then also like, I, I could, I could like give every, every member of the cast kudos. I, the one thing that uh, was interesting was there's a, there's a gentleman called David Bickerson staff who is in the cast and we had to have a little jiggle around with the actor dropping out uh, the night before which dan stepped in but that that changed how the cast worked um and he came in day two and he stepped into this this big important spoilery role and it was like every every take was brilliant 
And I remember him saying, like, David, I've got no notes for you. That was brilliant. Just do it again. Mm-hmm. And he pulled me He pulled me to one side and he said, are you sure you're not going to fire me because you're unhappy because you're not giving me any notes? I went, no, it's a reverse. You're brilliant. You're absolutely <laughs> brilliant in this role. And so, you know, we were working with like every single actor and member of that cast, absolutely top of their game, regardless of whether they're like someone like Art or someone who's a well-respected sort of indie radio producer. Oh, my God, were we, were we lucky to get them for two? days by the sense of it you're all working together as opposed to just recording your lines separately far away yes that's correct we we had um a lovely lovely two days at the soundhouse studios who produced many many famous things you know things like doctor who uh hitchhikers x files all being recorded there um, but yeah, it, it's very important that, I mean, I, I do projects where we do remote recording and everyone has to record in isolation, but this one, it was like, okay, particularly post pandemic, this was our first time back in a studio, having a company, you know, run around the microphones and, you know, basically just giving them permission to play and them giving me permission to behave like a child for two days going, Hey, this is fun. This is cool. Ha ha ha. Brilliant. Yeah. So yeah, we had, we had a really, really lovely time in the studio. We were very well looked after by the uh, sound house as well. And um, honestly, I think, I think that quality is going to show when it comes through on the, uh, the, the final, final edit. What do you hope audiences will take away from this reimagined version of London after midnight? And do you hope they'll maybe be scared or enjoy it or maybe a mixture? Well, I'm, I'm fully prepared for maybe 20% of the internet to say I, I screwed it up and got it wrong and that's not yes. what it is at all. Because, the, you know, the human imagination is the most powerful thing and it's been in a lot of people's imagination now for nearly 60 years as a, as a, as a piece. But for me, you know, I hope that people understand this is an opportunity to finally experience something like London After Midnight. I hope they will take away and appreciate the, the hard work Work and the the high quality level of you know what we're doing in terms of you know casting and sound design um, as an experience for them, and I think you know again without getting too spoilery, London After Midnight is a horror, but because it has those shades, you know it's part thriller, it's part mystery, it's part this. I think the main thing I really love them to take away is the fact they're thrilled. If they find it scary, great. If they love the mystery of it, you know, if they get ahead of the mystery and work it out early. That's not a problem, but I just want you to sit down and really understand what an hour of really well-made, high-produced, high-end audio drama can do for you as a piece of entertainment. Well, what are you working on at the moment? Are there any more audio productions that you've got coming up after this? Yes, it's actually been the busiest year in a long time. So um, on top of uh, London After Midnight, which uh, is... Uh, if you want to find out more about that, it's available at uh, www.londonaftermidnight.co.uk. Please visit that to support great independent audio horror drama. Uh, on top of that as well, I've just recorded a pilot for in partnership with Content as Queen uh, called Bin Juice, which is an audio sitcom. So I literally, one week London After Midnight doing horror, next week we're doing comedy. Uh, that's been produced by and created by Emma Tyndall. So we've got that in post-production and we're hoping a network is going to pick it up for series i also produced a pilot which is now uh, crowdfunding its series called twilight meridian uh created by a gentleman called ryan cole again a very high-end uh fantastic uh fancy noir series 
we're working on. I've just done two seasons for Moonbug Entertainment and season two of Lelyby City Farm, a little baby bum should be coming out anytime soon. <laughs> and I think I could say, I think I could say they're coming out on Audible because we've released season one of their Audible originals. So there's those up and coming. If, uh, you know, if you've got younger, younger children, you know, this, this, that covers a scale from zero through to 11 between yes. those two. And we're currently developing, um, a brand new spy fi series um which uh we've been kicking around for years but we just decided okay we're going to start writing scripts and and make it happen now um which is uh, the the pitch is basically it, it's a love letter to all those 1960s spy shows that uh people still love today but with a twist which which modernizes it in a in a, in a smart way um and also as well i'm hoping at the end of this year we're going to see the light day or a series we did in, uh the pandemic called unsinkable which stars uh brian cox from succession no he he never told us to you know what um <laughs> but <laughs> but uh it's also got john malkovich tommy Brody sangster and natalie uh, natalie emmanuel in it and uh, we've just been waiting for um the right uh partner to come aboard that one so we we produced that over 18 months during lockdown and last i heard from the los angeles team uh, it's it's itching close it's itching closer to release so that's 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 the spectrum and i I probably have forgotten to mention something else somewhere along the line as well but yes (laughs) yes well this halloween of course london after midnight is the project that we're talking about so where can we or will we be able to have a listen to that so first thing you can pre-order it right now if you wish on our uh, Bandcamp page we are doing it as a limited edition collector's uh, vinyl set only 301 copies will ever be made uh then we added 50 cds because people wanted it on compact disc who knew it's still a thing yes. uh wow. digital digital copies can be pre-ordered now so if you order that you'll get it in advance of the halloween release and the audio movie version is what we're putting out through Bandcamp. but the it will then be converted into an episodic series uh, episodic two-parter which will be then integrated into a series by lance roger axed called uh midnight matinees and that will be launching on the fable and folly network around halloween time which is an audio fiction network coming out of canada run by sean howard so there will be a podcast version coming that'll be broken up into like this two-part uh mini series version it goes into midnight matinees which is a series of uh sort of horror and mystery classics um which lance has lance has produced but if you want to get your hands on the the top end audio movie dolby atmos version that's that's available through our band camp so if you go to londonaftermidnight.co.uk.com that takes you to the band uh londonaftermidnight.co.uk you'll be able to pre-order it right now and get it in advance of halloween excellent well many thanks for talking to us today and have a great halloween you too The throbbing pulse of sound, the Toby Gribbon Show.